This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. It's Kelly and Ramia on AMI-audio, AMI-tv, and podcasts. Grant Hardy and myself, Ramia Amadin, are hanging out together for the remainder of the two-hour show. And we're going to get into headlines. This is where producer Grant Hardy gets us some stories to think about, to ponder through, and, of course, chat about, because it's a talk show. Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia. Also, Jeff Ryman is joining us on this segment because, Jeffy, you're like, I'm available to talk. And, uh, Grant, you picked out these articles, and I think we're going to have a good time with at least the first one that we always get to. I think so. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the program. Hey, um, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. I kind of dig being, what do you call it? Like an armchair backseat parent. Like I have no kids, <laughs> but I've talked about a lot of parenting uh, stuff in the last couple of weeks. So uh-huh. hopefully I'm not driving people crazy. Uh, but I did see this article from the Canadian press that I thought was interesting. And it talks about gambling. Uh, and how we can dissuade kids and teens and young adults from becoming problem gamblers. And I mentioned something pretty interesting, which is that not only are sports betting and online wagers just so accessible, which is one of the reasons why online gambling is uh, increasing for youth and young adults, but it also actually says that a strong risk factor is an early win. So if a kid places or a teen places some sort of bet and wins big, that kind of gets the like dopamine going in the brain. Uh, and apparently that can actually lead to uh, early onset of problem gambling. Uh, so we have some things that parents and adults can do to help teens avoid problem gambling uh, behaviors and addiction. But just curious if you guys had any thoughts so far, we'll just get right into it. I really need to know what context of gambling we're talking about because I still am trying to wrap my head around what exactly is going on. Are we talking like sports betting or are we talking yeah, about in-school poker game? <laughs> like what's happening? Yeah, so I think the idea is, you know, uh, so believe it or not, one of the things they say is uh, they say, well, giving a lottery uh, ticket as a gift to a child or organizing a fantasy oh. football game for a group of kids might seem harmless. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. Mm. Uh, they warned that doing so can plant the seeds of gambling addiction. I have never heard of a kid being given a lottery ticket. And I think it would strange. be so disappointing for me. I'm like, uh, I prefer to get it but I guess it's a thing. Uh, and they also say some parents are actually giving kids access to a credit card uh, with which they can use to, I 
best place online wagers and participate in betting. So they are, yeah. they are saying not to do that. I can see that actually, because I know a lot of kids are doing like delivery apps, you know, food delivery apps and stuff like that. And you do need a credit card for that. So I can kind of see kids giving, uh, parents giving their teens access to a, a credit card. And uh, in-app they, purchases as well, right? Like there's so many ways that you can actually be uh, using credit cards in gambling like soft gambling ways, I want to say, without even necessarily exactly. realizing that that's what's happening. Sorry, before you continue, Jeffy, when was the first time you bet on a sports thing? Uh, should I be truthful about yeah, this? Truthful. <laughs> I want to know. Truth, I think it depends on the household you grew up in as well, or like does, what your interests are. It does. Are. It really does. Um, probably at like 12 years old, you know, it, it was harmless. You know, my dad would go down to the store and grab a Seemingly line. harmless. Yeah, very, very harmless, you know, a little $3 bet on something. Um, you know, it was just kind of fun to to do. It, I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't think that it was illegal or anything at the time. It was just me picking my favorite hockey teams to win. And if I won, I, I won, you know, 15, 20 bucks or, or whatever. So it does start at a young age and it does depend on the household. Um, and, and like you guys said, everything seems so accessible nowadays. You can gamble right on your phone. You guys mentioned the credit card situation where kids can somehow get a hold of their parents' credit card mm. or they might have their own credit card or whatever it may be. It, it's very accessible. And somebody who does gamble on my phone, I do have a couple of apps in which I do sports bet on. Uh, it, it is pretty easy to sign up. Uh, yes, obviously you need to confirm your 19 years of age. It's actually it's it's gotten to the point where you have to um, actually show and um, download an app that tracks exactly where you are. It's like a geolocator um, because if in in some provinces there's different rules and regulations. So here in Ontario you have to be 19 years of age. Um, so you know there there are some sort of protocols that these apps and sites have, which is good. But again, there's so many different pretty easy so ways. Easy. I mean, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, Rum, yes, I, I have been doing it from a young age, um, which is probably not good. But at the same time, um, you know, there are a lot of measures that you can go through as a parent, I think, to really hone in on the importance and the risks of gambling, yeah. because there are Absolutely. a lot of risks associated with it. And before that, to even identify what gambling could yeah. look like for your kid. Yeah. And going back to the... Um, uh, the lottery ticket grant. I think that, you know, from you and I, we're just like, what are you talking about? Who's just handing kids over a lottery ticket? But if you grew up in a family where hitting the lottery once a week or is kind of a norm, then perhaps, yeah, this is that trickle effect is more normalized than we realized as well. Oh, abs absolutely. I think it's a very, I can't really think of a appropriate word. It's not a cultural thing, but it's a very... Uh, it's a very, oh, I can't think of the word. It's yeah. a very normalized thing within a family yes. unit or community. Like, it's easy for me to just say, oh, I would be annoyed to get a lottery ticket. But, like, sometimes people plan their lives or their their futures around playing the lottery mm. and coming up with strategies to, to beat it. Uh, I just wanted to mention as well that, like, Jeff, you're pretty much right on with what they they say in terms of they say don't ban gambling because you really cannot ban that kind of thing with teens if they want to work around it. They say more to address the 
many risks as well, like the risk of losing money rather than outright banning it. And they just say if you're if your child, your teen is preoccupied with gambling to the point where it has a negative effect on other aspects of their life, then it may be time yeah. to and seek help. Just just to piggyback off that, Grant, if you don't mind, um, you know, with the with the sports betting in particular, because it's become legalized in the last year and a half here in Canada. Um, there are still a lot of lack of rules and regulations. I feel That's like every so time unregulated. you watch, are you kidding me? It, it really, it really is. You know, um, you know, if, if you watch cable TV, usually I like to watch sports in every commercial break. While I'm watching TV, there's at least one or two gambling promotions where it's like, join this website, join totally that website. Advertised. It's getting a little bit out of control. And as somebody who is on some of these sites, you know, I thought I wouldn't really mind, but it's starting to get to that point where it's like, okay, where are we going to regulate things? It's almost like the tobacco or mm-hmm. even the legalization of marijuana. Like there, there are certain things that have been regulated and this one just seems to be sort of swept under the carpet by the government. And I oh, know sure. they're kind of working on it. I think with sports betting in particular, there are still athletes that are currently playing the game, promoting this type of stuff. But I feel like I heard in the news recently that there are some regulations, they're they're really cracking down on that, where if you're a current professional athlete in Canada, um, there may be some regulations coming their way where they can't be sponsored by a certain thing or push something like mm. that, which which makes Ooh, total sense, really. So I, I hope that there's more regulations like that coming down because I think it's starting to get out of hand. And if a kid starts seeing this, they're going to be more enticed to enter that that site and, and you know well it's pretty sketch right like the thing is okay mm-hmm. so i started consuming ufc very casually very recently but the way that the um betting works is exactly as you say jeffy first of all it's available and accessible anywhere and everywhere thank goodness 90 percent of this stuff is not accessible with screen reader because i'd be screwed <laughs> and then <laughs> secondly the um aspect of like knowing sports in order to bet is becoming less and less necessary. Like, you could just kind of wing it, you know, just, just, yeah, just look at the headlines and say, yeah, I vote for this, or I think this is going to happen, or that sounds like a plausible sitch, and just put your money on it. And so it's not even like you got to be a hardcore sports fan, maybe with certain sports, but especially with UFC, you don't have to know anything to place these bets. So really, like, what is the, um, what, what are the, the kind of guidelines at all right there's nothing it's like going and buying a lottery ticket yeah it, it, it's the the pendulum has swung from one side to the other really rapidly and i think that's something that a lot of us could see coming from a mile away um, but like we've said like this is starting to get a little bit out of hand um so i, I hope there is more stuff that gets that you know hopefully the government cracks down on this type of stuff um but yeah, I, I think there's certain ways in which you can go about it personally. I think there there have been some campaigns, and, and I really like the slogan. I think it's, um, you know, in, in Ontario, there's a lottery here. 
um, that says, you know, know your limits, play within it. Like you should really know nice. that there are certain protocols that you should go into gambling. And even with. that's and a I, fun slogan. You're like, I kind of want to play now. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But there are certain things I think that, you know, you should know, uh, especially the risks associated with it. You know, yeah. losing a lot of money uh, is one thing, but it can also become an addiction. It really is addicting. Oh, of and course I know it is. For me personally, when I first like you know got into to, to sports gambling, not like I was betting hundreds of dollars every week. Like a, a ten dollar bet is a big bet to me. But you know, if you lose, you're like, oh, I, you start to chase it, right? You're like, oh, I, I can make it up in this way, or I can yeah. bet on this and, and and make it up there. You really need to be able to be in control of it. So you know, there's there's a lot of risks. I could talk about this for hours about how the rules and regulations have just been swept under the carpet. But um, yeah. yeah, very interesting topic. And I hope people can really pay attention mm. to this type of stuff, Grant. Yeah. Are there any yeah. more tips, Grant? Because yeah. we got our two cents in, clearly. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically just, basically just not ban, you know, monitor very carefully. They urge people not to give credit cards. I, I think we need to come up with a solution. Uh, solution for this you know a little way that kids can spend a little bit of cash online without a credit card like the virtual credit cards that they do in the u.s uh but just really really monitor them and and look for addiction issues or mm. other ways that it's affecting uh your life rather yeah. than banning the practice exactly kind of a middle I, of the road approach exactly where you're still exactly. having the conversations around gambling and not necessarily saying you know no this is yeah, unacceptable it, and like restricted. You, you would hand like you would handle any other yeah. major issue for teens like drugs and substance addiction and, and otherwise mm -hmm. definitely an important discussion for sure uh jeffy thanks for being candid we'll talk to you later yeah absolutely guys my pleasure see you later and grant hardy with the headlines that's mondays and wednesdays on the show after the break we have entertainment with corinne van dusen she wants to know if taylor swift is gonna make it to her boyfriend's Travis Kelsey's Super Bowl game after her four-night stint in Japan performing. Ooh, we'll find out after the break on Kelly and Romeo. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Romeo return with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.